Welcome to the Not So Perfect Christian Life Podcast with Joy and Hannah. Everybody, welcome back to the Not So Perfect Christian Life podcast with Hannah and Joy. Um, we hope you've had a lovely week, and if you haven't, sorry about that. Such is life, <laughs> isn't it? Oh, where's this gone already? Where's this gone? It's gone to a dark place, Hannah. It Redeem has, it. hasn't it. it? Okay, so we're thinking about Thanksgiving <laughs> today. So regardless of what your week's been like, we're thinking about Thanksgiving. And so I'm going to very quickly now hand over to Joy to get us going in that. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, yeah, I guess we've tried to look at different aspects of prayer. So we've looked at... Oh, I'm trying to remember now. We've looked at, confession. can we ask God for everything? Yeah. yeah. We asked for that one. And then we looked at um, confession. And so we wanted to cover Thanksgiving prayer because I actually just feel like that's a quite an important part of our prayer life. Or I guess maybe that's the question is whether it is an important part of yeah, our yeah, prayer life. Yeah. Um, <laughs> to look at. But I, like, for me, I, I've been thinking about this and I'm, I'm like, it is a theme of the Bible, isn't it? And we end up talking about it loads on this podcast about remembering and reminding yeah. ourselves and saying yeah. thank you. And I mean, I guess we could just remember and remind ourselves without saying thank you. Um, but it's what the uh, like the Israelites in the Old Testament were encouraged to do, wasn't it? To remember, remind yourself about what God has done. And that gives you strength and faith for the day. And so, yeah, I do think it is an important aspect of our prayer life. But I guess right from the outset, I was going to ask you, Hannah, is this, would you say like Thanksgiving is an important part of your own prayer time with God? Like, are you generally a thankful person when you pray? No pressure. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I did actually say to John, my husband, I feel a bit fraudulent doing this talk tonight. (laughs) All right. All right. Not because, not because I think, so I think I am, I think I often do start like, I think I often am thankful in prayer. It's just, I wish my prayer life was more robust than it is in general. That's where I felt fraudulent. I just felt like, oh, just... I'm so easily distracted by the busyness of life and the things that I need to do. And it's weird, isn't it? Because when things were really intense, like that tough year, Mm. I really, just as a matter of survival, really needed that silence and solitude place and probably prayed more, well, did pray more, and then just sort of coming out of things feeling quite and I'm glad things feel quite less pressured because it was hard but actually I realized well I'm not I'm not putting aside the time for some just me and God time and some time for prayer yeah that I was oh and I miss it and um so that was my thought coming just just confession at the start of the podcast But when I do pray, and I've said before, like I tend to write, write down, well, I pray like through the day, I'll just be chatting with Jesus here and there. But if I'm talking about like a um, prolonged period of kind of trying to be with him and sit and listen with him, I write my prayers down in my book. And I quite often will sort of say, I either tend to say a lot, oh, thank you for this or that, 
or I tend to kind of start with, ah, what is going on with this? It's kind of one or the other. <laughs> what about you? Um, yeah, well, I think I, I totally get what you're saying about feeling fraudulent in it because... I don't know, is anyone's prayer life exactly how they want it to be? Probably not. Probably not. Um, It was interesting because when I was preparing this, I was sort of saying to God, I don't think I'm very good at saying thank you. And I I really, interestingly, felt God convict me on that, that that wasn't okay, that I'd said that about myself. Oh. And then I realised that actually I go in the more accurate description is that it goes in waves for me. So I go through periods of time where I feel like I'm really thankful. Yeah. Um, And interestingly, I don't think that depends on whether things are going well or not. Yeah. Um, And then I go through other times where it is just asking God for lots of stuff. Or I I sometimes feel that I just can get a bit self-absorbed in my own world. Mm. And... I forget stuff to be thankful for. And I think that's quite easy to do. I mean, the the Psalms in the Bible are great for this, aren't they? Because they are sort of, ah, all of these bad things are happening or, (laughs) oh God, can you kill all my enemies? Or (laughs) all of this sort of stuff. And then, oh, but I'm grateful for this. Yeah. And you are this and you are amazing in this way, but also I need help with this and... I will remember, though, how good you are. It's all of that sort of stuff, isn't it? But um, for me, it it definitely goes in waves. And I think that I can very easily forget to say thank you. Mm. And I've had a few times where I've just felt the very light conviction of the Holy Spirit of like, oh, I haven't really said thank you for stuff for a while. (laughs) Um, And then there are other times where I will be saying thank you a lot Um, But it's really tricky, isn't it? Because if things aren't going well, I do think we still need to be doing Thanksgiving to God in prayer. But I also think you don't want to be doing it in a way where you're like, thank you, God, for these things. Thank you, God, for these things. Right now, let's get actually down to business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not not sort of putting a nice little spin on it, are you? And that's the danger. I've known people sometimes, you know, when you feel like they're very good at saying thank you, but they don't actually ever tell God how they're actually doing. Yeah. It's just like, thank you for this. Thank you for that. Thank you for this thing. You know, and like my kids, sometimes when we're praying with them, they'll just do it by rote, like say the same sort of stuff. Thank you for this. They'll be like, oh, thank you for a good day on a day where they have not had a good day, <laughs> where it's been absolutely terrible. And I'm like, are you thinking about what you're saying? And then they'll go, oh, uh, I didn't have a good day today, but they've just got in the habit of doing it. But then, yeah. it, then it they're sort of not dealing with the realities of what's actually going on with them. They're just sort of going through the motions. Yeah. Um. So it's a really tricky one, isn't it? Because sometimes I feel like there are always things to be thankful for, no matter what we're going through. But it does feel really difficult if you're in the middle of chaos and yeah. you're not doing well to then work out how you do that, how you do the thankful bit without just sort of trying to go through the motions of it. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does make sense. And I think, but I think it's just that it speaks of a deeper underlying mindset that we do or don't have, doesn't it? And it's just an expression of what that mindset 
is always there. And we go through different seasons, like you were talking about. And so at different times, things feel more pressing than others, don't they? But I think, I think it really is just about, it is about mindset. Like, and I think if you think you are always doing better in life than you should be, you have something to be thankful for. Absolutely. And I was thinking on the flip side of that, if you are ungrateful, which we all are a lot of the time, but if you're ungrateful, it doesn't actually make sense of this great love and forgiveness that has been lavished upon us. It doesn't, it doesn't fit. It doesn't make sense of it. Like how, how in the face of like, eternal forgiveness can we be ungrateful for a bad day or like a bad week or a bad year um so I do I do think it does come down to mindset doesn't it and it flows out of mindset and at what is in our hearts but having said that I also think that the practice of it can change our mindset as well so like you're saying I do not I don't I don't think mindsets get changed by the practice of something that is meaningless and we're we're reciting it because we feel like we should but it's not it's not coming in to our Uh heart or our mind like our minds or our emotions but that practice of kind well like that verse I will enter his gates with thanksgiving I will go into his courts with praise give thanks to him and praise his name in psalm 100 like I'm going to be intentional about when I come to you, God, I'm going to be intentional about what I have to be grateful for realizing or not realizing, but wanting to realize that I have got far more to praise you about than I have to complain about far, far more abundantly more. It doesn't even compare how much more we have to be thankful for, does it? Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't think, I th- and I think that's why it matters. I don't think we, do, I don't think it's a habit that is just kind of, oh, this is good to develop, and and we don't know why. Like I think it's it's good to develop because it changes our mindset and gives us a healthy, correct one rather yeah. than a really unhealthy, incorrect one. Yeah, isn't it? Um, yeah, easy, easier said than done. <laughs> I agree with that because I do think that thanksgiving isn't just good for god because it gives him glory that he deserves like yeah. it is good for us as well oh definitely again it humbles us to be yeah. like everything that i've got has come from you yeah um and recognizing all the stuff he has done i mean at the very least we've got air in our lungs we're still breathing we're here yeah. um yeah. and all a lot of us will have a lot more than that yeah um but i i do just think it is good for us to remind us yeah where we've come from what god has done what yeah. he's doing because sometimes when i'm sort of struggling faith wise it's really helpful to go back and be like god you did this oh remember that time when you did that oh that was great when you did this and and what happens is faith is built which is exactly what god said to the israelites to do like remember your history remember yeah. what i've done remember yeah. how i'm the god who brought you out of the yeah. Like the Red Sea, like when they say I'm the God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob, like all of that is to remind yeah. them of their ancestry and what God has done in and through all of those people. And so it's it's purposeful, isn't it? Of just it it breeds faith. Yeah. And for me is the sort of an antidote to self-pity 
yeah. self-absorption um, and all the rest of it are just sort of like, woe is me, things aren't going well. And that doesn't mean that our life is, you know, that maybe there are things in our life that are not going well. Yeah. But I know there are times where I've sort of fallen into self-pity of something yeah. and then felt a bit convicted in that of like, actually, Joy, look what you've got. Yeah. You know, yeah. Look, look what I've done in you. Look look what I've put in you. Look what I've given you. And you do find yourself, there's a moment where you do feel that conviction of, yeah, I'm really sorry, God, because I've just lost sight of that. Yeah. And I, I've, I wrote down um, Psalm 100. I mean, there's so many verses about Thanksgiving, aren't there? Yeah. But I wrote down Psalm 106 as well. of it, And it says, I'll give thanks to the Lord for he is good, for his steadfast love endures mm. forever. And like, even if you just had that one yeah. psalm, like there's that's there's enough there. Yeah, <laughs> there's enough there. But of just remembering, right? He's gonna steadfastly, like faithfully, consistently, not change his mind, love me forever. Yeah. And regardless of kind of what I materially do or don't have, regardless of what is happening in life, that is, I am doing better than I should do because. That is not that is not the case for everybody, is it? Like I say that in a heartbreaking way. And you read the Bible and it's it's not the case that everybody knows and his love and forgiveness. It's yeah. not the case that everybody has that and has that forever. Um and it is not to be taken lightly, is I do take it lightly. I'm a hypocrite saying that. Yeah. But but when I think about it rationally. Like, yeah, it's really not to be taken lightly. Like, I have his steadfast love forever. Like, that always means that I am doing better in life than I should be doing or I deserve to be doing in any merit of my own. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, it's... Well, and in that, then, you're remembering the good news of Jesus every time you're saying thank, yeah. thank you because you're remembering that everything that you've got is because of him yeah. and because what he did anyway. And so, like you said, we're always doing better than we should be. Yeah. But it, it's an interesting thing, I think, in the Western world, because generally the more we have and the more things we are blessed with and the more abundant blessings we have in the Western world, almost the more we take it for granted and the unhappier we get. Yeah. And then there are other people in other countries who have far less. Yeah. Who are thanking God for their meagre one meal a day that they've only just managed to cobble together to feed lots of people. Yeah. And yet they're like, thank you, God, for this. Yeah. And yet we who are so abundantly blessed then can fall into, oh, well, woe is me. I haven't got stuff. That's not to say that our life isn't difficult in lots of different ways because it can be. So I'm not belittling that. But I remember reading something in someone's kitchen that they once had written on their wall, which is um, some of the things that you have got are things that other people are praying for. Oh, that's nice. Of just sort of like, you know, the things that yeah, we take for granted cool. sometimes are the things yeah. that other people are like desperately in parts of the world praying for, whether that's yeah. good health, whether that's a roof over their heads, whether that's money, whether yeah. that's food to feed their children, you know, all these sort of things. And the difficulty then is to not feel guilty then when we do feel like, when we do moan about stuff, because we do, and God is very gracious, like, yeah. you know, we do moan about stuff and he's gracious. But I think he is also, by his Holy Spirit, convicting us and going, look at what you've got. Yeah, yeah. 
Do you know, it's interesting. I can't remember where I first heard this. I really can't remember where I first heard this. And I feel like it's probably one of those things. Are I you should, sure it's not Brother Lawrence? <laughs> no. Or the Maybe book of James. James. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely not in James. <laughs> but it was um, just making the point that people's happy. It's just a study of happiness and people's happiness. Once people have got enough for shelter and food and clothing, like financially or provision wise, once they've got enough of that, happiness doesn't increase as finances increase beyond that level. I agree but, with that, yeah. But, but so there is, a, there is a point as well that, that before that level, there's so much stress in life if you don't have shelter and food and clothing. Yeah. That that does really affect your happiness. Um, but once you've got those things, your happiness isn't increased by exponential earnings. That's what that study's shown. And I wish I could remember where I first read it so I could cite it. Um, but just in relation to what you were saying about, you know, where, obviously where we live in the world and the just wealth that we have in this world, um, you know, it doesn't translate or studies show that it doesn't translate to happiness. And so, yeah, Thanksgiving we're talking about here. It's not just quite, it's not, everything is hunky dory. So yeah. I will pr- in the excess of life, I will praise you. It's it's recognizing that the thing that matters most in life, which is my reconciliation with God, I've been gifted by Him, so I have reason to praise, isn't it? And yeah, it is interesting in different cultures. Just it's sad. It's so sad in our culture, isn't it? How there is just such a lack of thankfulness and gratitude, and it's sad how like mental health seems to be so negatively impacted by wealth, isn't it? Yeah, but I but I also think that um, when you're trying to be thankful and trying to be grateful, it can sometimes feel like walking through treacle. Mm. particularly if you're going through a hard time I've definitely had that feeling and you start off and even though I've got ridiculous amounts to be grateful for it still feels like walking through treacle Mm. and you're and you're doing it and I've done it where I've sort of forced myself to do it of like God is faithful I'm going to lift up my eyes to him I'm going to thank him for what he's given me and as we do it something changes so Mm. it doesn't mean that I've got everything perfect in life that I ever want Mm. But Thanksgiving isn't ever going to be that. If we're waiting to have everything perfectly until we start th- saying thank you, then it's not going to happen. Yeah. But I think it's just going, I'm going to lift up my eyes. Like my favourite psalm is lift up my eyes. We lift up our eyes to the mountains. And I think yeah. the element in that is going, I'm going to lift my eyes off what's going on and look to the God who he is and be thankful and grateful for that. Yeah. That doesn't mean that I then go, I'm not going to then talk to him about everything else that's going on, which is why this is one aspect of our prayer life, I guess. I wouldn't ever just say, just only ever say thank you and don't talk about anything else yeah. that's going on in your life. Yeah. Um, but it, but sometimes we can go the other way where we only ever talk about our problems yeah. and we don't ever remember to say thank you. And I think that one of my favourite verses, which we've used a lot, is... Do not be anxious about anything, Mm. (laughs) but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God. So that's in the same in the same sentence. It's talking about not being anxious, but with like with petition, like we can ask God for stuff. We can come to him with stuff, but it's always with thanksgiving. So it's like, God, I could really do with this. 
but I'm also really grateful that you've given me this. Yeah. Because otherwise we do just, we can, I don't know, I'll talk to myself, I can become a bit more like, I want more, I want more of this, whatever it is. Yeah. And not actually recognise what he's already given me. Yeah. And then you're just like more, 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 or sort this problem out, sort that problem out, sort this. And then I never actually say thank you. I mean, like, I was thinking the other day, when he answers my prayers, how good am I about going back and saying thank you? Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's just a thing to prompt myself. Because when the kids see answers to prayer, I always say to them, we must thank Jesus. I was like, yeah. I'm always like, who do, who do you need to say thank you to here? And my kids are like, Jesus, we need to say thank you to Jesus. But I just found myself thinking, how much do I do this? Because yeah. I'm so quick to ask for something. And when he answers it, and then I just move on. Even if it's a really big thing, like I'm thinking recently, like I was saying to you, like God just answered all the prayers that I'd prayed about over Christmas. Like all the things that I was worried about, all the things that I was concerned about, he answered every single one of them. And I do remember of times of thanking him. But sometimes I'm slower than that. And sometimes <laughs> I'm like, and it did take me a while to thank him as well. And I suddenly went, do you know what? I don't think I've said thank you for this. And I, mm. and I don't think I've said thank you for that. And as I did it, there was such joy because I felt like his joy in almost answering my prayers. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so I just think, you know, it'd be weird, wouldn't it, if we had a relationship with a human where we didn't ever say thank you to them? Yeah. Like, I'm quite big on manners. Yeah. If I do something yeah. for someone, I would like them to say thank you to me for for it. Do you know what I mean? And not yeah. just move on to like, oh, but can you do this and can you do that? Yeah. Because I'm like, do I do that with God? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think, um, I do think it comes back to mindset and like the purpose of it to change our mindset. And that verse you just read, like it starts of, don't be anxious about anything. So sort of assuming you are anxious about a lot of things. Yeah. That's, that's the assumption there. That's what yeah. it's responding to. Which is normally to, right. <laughs> which is normally right. Um, so you're anxious about a lot of things. So in every situation by prayer and petition with Thanksgiving, present your request to God. And then it goes on, doesn't it? It says, because the peace of God, which yeah. transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your mind in Christ. And I think, because that's the process. That's why this is so important. Because Thanksgiving in prayer, hopefully, not like easily or simply or in every scenario, but as a practice, should like flip our mindset. And so instead of kind mm. of, if you're thinking about the things that you're thankful for and you're grateful for, you're thinking about the things in some ways that you've had sort of a solution or a positive outcome or a gift like you've had a gift of something and you're thankful for it mm. and what's the equivalent of that is like presenting your problems which we absolutely need to do I'm yeah. not saying don't and there's so much scope in the psalms for serious lamenting and people in deep despair yeah there's there's room for that um and that needs to come out. I really believe that needs to come out for people to move on, for me to move on. But when you're sort of listing the things that you are perceiving as problems, what that mindset is, you can almost perpetuate that mi mindset yeah. in prayer when you're listing the things yeah. that this isn't right, God, this isn't, God, you're going to have to help me. Even if you phrase it like I need help with this, God, because this is a problem. You're like focusing on problem, 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 problems. Um, and there might be problems and you might need to do that. But sometimes as well, I think there's a unhelpfulness 
to ourselves in that when we're focusing on our problem, we're, we're anxious before him and we're just, we're not getting out of it because even though we're praying and you you hear people saying this and I've said it as well of kind of like, but I've prayed about it, but I've prayed about it. Mm. And I just think sometimes what happens is we get so fixated on the problems and then we don't feel like anything's changed, but we're thinking about it constantly. It's almost growing. Yeah. And I think a kind of remedy to that, that sort of ongoing mindset and growing mindset, you're like feeding the beast of what is wrong, what is wrong. But I think the remedy to that as listed here, isn't it? In the verse that you quoted in Philippians is Thanksgiving because it just shifts it. Okay, I'm going to not, I'm not going to focus on all these things now that I see as issues that need fixing God. I'm going to focus on the things that you've already fixed. Yeah. You've already fixed my biggest issue, which is my sin before you. You fixed it. You've already fixed my eternity. You've already fixed so many things. And then it, I, th- I think it is important to do that and give it time to sink into your emotion to do that. Yeah. So keep doing it till you feel differently and you feel like your emphasis and your focus is on what has he done? What has he done rather than what does he need to do? Yeah. <laughs> um. And then the peace of God, which transcends all understanding. Who doesn't want that? I want that. Yeah. <laughs> we'll guard your it? hearts and your minds in Christ. Um. That's yeah, and there's the, different ways that we can be thankful as well. I mean, like for me, like singing worship songs is a really good one because actually, like we've talked about before, that changes my heart in the process of doing it. Yeah. And so sometimes we might find it hard to say it or pray it, but actually singing it and yeah. just worshipping in that different way. Um, I mean, I remember being in one church where they always had this rule that the first song was always just a declaration about who God is. It wasn't to do with me. It was who God is. Because very quickly you can get into a sort of, um, it's all about me, Jesus. You know what I mean? Like the songs can be quite fixed on us. But actually they used to have this rule of like the first song is just we lift up our eyes, we declare, we thank him for who he is, for what he's done. You know, and I guess the model that we were taught as children and that I teach my kids is the, you know, teaspoon, thanksgiving, sorry, and please, because yeah. the whole point is you're all of those things at different times make up prayer. But as in a lot of the Psalms start with, this is what I know about God. This mm. is who he is. Mm. He is all of these things. And then that frames and underpins then who I'm coming to. Yeah. And I and I think that's really important because sometimes when I just go straight in with the problem, I forget how big my God is. Yeah. So I'm going straight in with it. I've got I this problem. We all do. Yeah. And then I find myself going, I don't think you can sort this out, God. Yeah. The times that I've gone in with a, thank you, God, that you are this, that I know this about you, that this is what the Bible says about you, this is what you've done before, and therefore I need help with this, which I know is what you're like because I've just reminded myself of it. Mm. I have so much more faith in that situation and I'm less likely to belittle who he is. Yeah. Because I think we all do have a problem where we where we make him smaller than he is, mainly yeah. because we can't possibly comprehend how great he is. Yeah. But I do think that framing framing our prayers, and it's not so we've got to do this in a religious way, but framing our prayers with our, 
this is who I'm coming to. I'm just going to remind myself of that. And then I'm going to come in with a, this is the problem that I've got. But suddenly my eyes have already sort of been open to actually just a reminder of who he is. Yeah. Make it seem a lot easier that he will answer our prayers. Then. Yeah. And that is essentially the model of the Lord's Prayer, isn't it? When, yeah. when the disciples are saying to him, yeah. teach us how to pray, like how on earth, which is encouraging in itself. Yeah. <laughs> They've yeah. spent all this time with Jesus and they still need help. How on earth do I pray Jesus? Yeah. And he says to them, you start our father in heaven, ha- like hallowed be thy name. And it, it, like you've just expressed, it's starting, isn't it? With a kind of remembrance of who he is and who we are. Um, and then what's so encouraging, the Lord's Prayer, isn't it? Is it's got all the different aspects of like, we, like you, you, great, ask for stuff, ask for stuff, ask for your daily bread um, and be thankful, all that sort of stuff. But yeah, I definitely think that is the starting place, isn't it? Well, and also, I I often think that I it's so much easier to be around grateful people than people that moan. Yeah, yeah. That <laughs> I mean, so, so there true. is a, so there yeah. is an element of oh, I don't like, want to be the, a moaner. No, I don't want to be a moaner. And there, and sure, there are times where we do moan, but I yeah. think that moaning comes out of ingratitude. Yeah. Um, I think that when I've lost sight of what I've got to be grateful for, I'm yeah. way more likely to moan. And I don't want to be, I find it difficult if I'm around people that are moaning continually. That's not to say we can't go through hard times. That's not to say I'm not willing to listen if people are going through hard stuff. But when it's just constant moaning, Mm. um, like I will often say to my kids, stop moaning, stop moaning. Um, (laughs) And and I I don't want to be a moaner. Like I want to be someone that when people spend time with me is, I don't like put a, yeah, you a want positive to be spin on everything in it. Yeah. I'm real about it. But I'm also like, but God's done this and this is great. And yeah. he's so good in this way. And yeah. he's done this. and But this is hard. And I'm trying to work this out. And I don't know what to do about this. And I could do with prayer for this. But like, this is amazing that what's God done here and, and all the yeah. rest of it. Like, I, I want to be that person as opposed yeah, to someone that's too. just like, oh, this yeah. sucks and that sucks. And yeah. I haven't got this and I can't do You know what I mean? And I, and yeah. I, I just... I'm, and I know I've fallen into that in the past, and I think, oh, I don't, I don't want to be like that. Like, I don't want to be a moaner. Yeah. Um, but don't you think that moaning is so often born out of when people, including myself, in that feel like they haven't got what they do deserve? Yeah. Um, which, when you break it down like that, you're like, oh, that's such an ugly mindset, isn't it? Of like, I deserved better for my job I deserved better from my Mm. spouse I deserved better from and I'm not saying you don't value yourself and it doesn't matter how you're treated in life but there's just there's no joy there is there if you feel like you're not getting as good as you should get there's not a lot of joy there but but I was just thinking about if someone's listening to this and they are in real depths of despair now and thinking real depths of despair and maybe even something horrendous has been done to them um, and they don't even know what's happened. They've just been hit by something hard. But And, we're to- and we're, they're listening in and they're hearing us talk about Thanksgiving, but I was just thinking how, like, if you don't know where to start with Thanksgiving, if you don't know... You can't, even if you're trying, but you just can't think of anything. 
then I just think that and I've I know I've already said it on this, but I don't think you can say it enough like that central my central problem in my life is my sin and he has done it, he has fixed it. So thank you, Jesus, that you died for me. Thank you that I'm forgiven from all my sin. Thank you that I'm cleansed. Thank you that I'm righteous. Even if you can't think of anything, like I think what's happened in my day today, I can't think of one thing I enjoyed. Okay, we all have had days like that, haven't we? But we, you can always, your biggest problem was your sin. He's fixed it. He's fixed. He's died for you. He's reconciled you. And I just... I just think that's helpful, isn't it? Even if you can't think of specific things to your day, mm. to just be able to say that, that is powerful. That will change things in, in your heart, in your head. Um, yeah. And I guess if you wouldn't call yourself a believer, then it's starting off with, so all of that stuff is true that you said, but if it doesn't feel true for you, then I guess it's starting off with, I've got air in my lungs. Hopefully you've got a roof over your head. Hopefully you've been able to have a meal. You know, it's it's a bit like Wendy Mann was talking about. It's like looking for the gold, isn't yeah. it? And I think we do that in when we look, I think we start to cultivate it by when we look back over our day. Yeah. You know, when we get to the end of our day or maybe throughout our day, however we do it. But if there's a moment where we look back over our day, sometimes it's as simple as instead of looking at the things where you got wrong, to look at the things that went right because then yeah. you're like you say you are shifting your mindset of I'm actually going to look for the gold and the stuff that I can be grateful for today yeah. and I, I remember when I started doing that recently and I was I'd had some days where I got to the end of it and thought oh this day sucked quite a lot I didn't like this day and then I just felt that prompt of like look for the gold and I started I started going through the day again but in looking for the gold instead by the time I got to the end of it, I was just like, there have been loads of things that have been great about this day. And I was like, why is it yeah. that I had that overwhelming feeling that it was not a good day? Because actually there are all these things that have been great about this day. And it was so, like, it, it was, I found it really interesting, actually, because I thought, hmm, that shows that my overwhelming feeling about this day was not true. Yeah. Because actually I had way more good stuff happen in this day than I'd really noted. Yeah. And so I was like, why have I been left with that wrong impression of it when actually there's all this gold in the day? And it, it just sort of stopped me in my tracks a bit and made me think, oh, how much does this happen? Or yeah. I get to the end of a day and think, yeah, that wasn't a good day. Or the end of a week and think, that wasn't a good week. I haven't, you know, this has been bad in so many different ways. But actually when I've looked back over it, I've gone, hang on a minute. There's been some really cool stuff that's happened. Yeah. Um, and I think that for me, just starting day by day of looking back over my day and just starting to think about, right, I'm gonna just I'm gonna look, I'm gonna talk to God about the stuff that's hard, but I don't find it difficult to do that. So that comes naturally. <laughs> but actually, like then looking for the gold of like what has been great about today? Like, what have I seen God do today or you know, even if it's just a small thing of I actually got out of bed, you know, it's yeah. like, but recognising some good stuff that's gone on. Yeah. I think begins to make your, you look at your day differently, doesn't it? Yeah, definitely. And like you just said there, mate, if just knowing yourself to know where you naturally yeah. go in prayer and then knowing, okay, maybe I should, you know, maybe it'd be really beneficial for me to kind of, put a bit more of a plan around how I'm going to be 
thankful if, if it doesn't come naturally yeah then maybe I, I just think about how I can foster that and encourage that because I see that it's important it's funny as well you're saying about like if people don't know Jesus or or they don't have that central can't say with confidence that central thing where you fix my biggest problem um but it because it, I find it interesting how you know the bible there's so much throughout it about thanksgiving and the practice of thanksgiving and you know being grateful but how that's a really kind of accepted within culture notion as well isn't it now and a lot of mindfulness is about Mm. kind of taking stock and being grateful for the things that have happened well in your day and you're like this is ancient wisdom yeah it's been around for a long time (laughs) yeah um but it's good it's good like for culture as a whole to embrace that isn't it and embrace kind of looking at like you were saying, the bits of gold in in our days, it's really yeah. healthy. It nurtures something healthy within us, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, and also, as we start to do it for ourselves, I think that then we can do it more for other people. You know, yeah. that when we're sitting and chatting to other people and they're talking to us about their day or they're talking to us about stuff that's going on with them and you hear that and you sit with that when it's hard and you hear it, But it also means that you're able to be like, oh, but God did that really cool thing there. Or, oh, that's been a really good change, though, that you've seen. Or like just calling out gold that's happened in other people's lives as well is also really encouraging. Yeah. And I think the more you do it with yourself, the more you get good at doing it with other people as well in order to encourage them of like, right, you know, when you think that this situation is just really terrible, but... God is also doing this and you've seen him do that. And again, that's not to just go, well, pull yourself together in any yeah, way. Yeah, but it is about just, but it is about sort of, yeah, calling out the stuff that is positive, that is going well. Mm. Um, and I, th- I think that's really important that we do that as well. And the Israelites were meant to do that with each other as well, weren't they? They were mm. it, corporately, they were meant to be singing songs and reminding themselves corporately of what God had done for them as a people yeah yeah and actually I think that's the habit of like weekly for me as well like the habit of weekly gathering together with his people at church on a Sunday it and it's it's though he's always done that through history in different ways hasn't he like we need a sort of routine to help us remember like whether it's a festival we gave to the Israelites or whatever it is, we all need that routine and we all need those things that are going to keep us on track to remember and stay grateful, don't we? It yeah. doesn't just... And I think the point there is that it doesn't just happen. No, it's totally true, yeah. You, you need kind of a bit of a framework in life to kind of help yourself remember and be grateful, don't mm. you? Yeah, well, I, I know some people who will journal and write down stuff they're grateful for and they do it that yeah, way. Yeah. And now other people that, like I said, will sing worship songs yeah. as part of their thankfulness. That's how they do that. Yeah. Um, like I do it in lots of different ways, but definitely one of the things for me is just look, looking back over my day and I go through the stuff that's hard. Yeah. And then I also go through the stuff that has been really great and normally I fall asleep halfway through one of those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's resources out there to help with this because this is just, you know, like a popular notion as well. So I remember a little while ago, a couple of years ago, someone bought me a um, gratitude notepad 
and it had you know you open it up it's got a quote for the day and then it you're supposed to do it end of the day and then it had like just different sections you filled in oh, okay um, like good. one thing unexpected but really great today or like different sections and you just filled it in and if you just saying that about journaling I was like actually that was really nice to have that I've, I haven't got it anymore I finished it I know yeah. so there are resources to help yeah. as well if you're kind of listening in I'm even thinking for myself maybe it would be do me good to buy one of those as well because it is nice like you're saying just remembering at the end of the day the things that have gone well or the things to be grateful for isn't it yeah but sometimes an aid will help you do that better than if you just told yourself I'm going to do this yeah okay but how are you going to do it how are you going to make that habit you might need a bit of help I know I do (laughs) yeah but I do think that if you're struggling in your faith or you're going through a time where you don't really feel like God is answering your prayers almost like try for a week just going through and like as part of your pairs really adding in if you're not already doing it like the thanksgiving bit of reminding yourself Mm. who god is reminding yourself of the promises of god reminding yourself of what he's done and i i bet that it will help because i know that when i've done it it's really helped particularly when you don't feel like you're seeing answers in the moment yeah and when you're really struggling to hang on to god who are you like can you do this are you faithful? Are you good? All of these things that you're questioning. Yeah. Like I find it, it, we can, and I've done both of these things. We can either sit there and get annoyed or we can sit there and go, right. Okay. I'm gonna, yeah. Yet still will I praise you, God sort of yet still will I thank you for what you've done. And if you're struggling to do it in your own life, then going back over what he's done in the Bible is actually really helpful because then you're like, this is what he said. This is what he's done. We've got it written down. This is reliable, all this sort of thing and doing that. But it, it does change you as you do it because it, I just find for me, it raises faith and makes me go, okay, God, come on, please. I know that you're a God who's done this in the past. Please do it again. Or all of those sorts of things. And it just gives you, like we've been talking about before, it gives you courage to keep trusting and to keep going and to keep hoping, knowing that he's done it once. He's the same yesterday, today and forever. So he'll do it again. Yeah. I almost feel like this session needs to end with homework. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Trust you as the teacher. Help me that. I apologise everyone on Hannah's behalf. And it's funny because we literally just talked quite recently in another podcast about we're not saying just try harder (laughs) but sometimes it's helpful you've listened to something I'm even I'm just thinking about it for myself you've listened to something or you've talked about something and you're like okay I'm just going to put one thing in place just one thing in place so this doesn't just get lost so I think um, for me, I'm going to, like you were saying, I'm going to list at the end of the day, is probably going to write it in my prayer journal, try and list some of the things that have gone well in the day that I'm grateful for. I'm going to do that because I don't just, I don't just want to have the conversation or yeah. maybe people listening to the conversation. Oh yeah, that's good. And then do nothing about it. Yeah. Um, so I also extend that challenge. <laughs> to invitation. <laughs> that invitation. Yeah, but yeah. To also to other people listening, maybe just pick one thing that you could do to increase your thankfulness and gratitude. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. And and also, as we say with all these things, just ask him to help you. Yeah. Ask God to help yeah. you because he wants you to be more thankful. Yeah. So he's always going to answer that. And I just find the times where I've been like, God, I like, would you catch me if I'm just like stuck in my ingratitude? Like, would you catch me and just remind me? And he's definitely done that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Such a kind God. <laughs> yeah, he, he is. He definitely is in those moments where you're like, oh, ouch, that's true. But still, uh, you did what I, I asked you to that. do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Great. Well, you've left us with homework. So on that note. Yeah. We're Enjoy. off to go and be grateful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Take care, everybody. Take care. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you have any questions or suggestions for topics, please email questions at the not so perfect Christian life.com.